0: everyone it's cassie with the happy thinker thank you so much for joining me today for episode number 16 i hope you love it and let's get started So today's episode, I kind of put off and changed several times. I apologize for getting it out late, but I was really trying to kneel down exactly how I felt about this topic and exactly what was going on for me, and um, I apologize for that. But today's topic is on grief, how we don't talk about this part of grief enough and how I think we misunderstand grief a lot. This is definitely not um, necessarily a self-improvement podcast today, but more of a mind and thought work podcast, which are one in the same because you need to manage and understand your own mind in order to implement the things that you want to in it. So today's topic on grief is a very, very difficult topic if you've ever lost someone or know someone who has you know how devastating and difficult and confusing that can be. I want to pose to you that grief can be over more than just someone you lose and the kinds of grief can be similar if not very much the same chemically and emotionally in our brains. The severity of which you feel them and the length of time which, which you feel them depends on how valuable whatever it is or whoever it is you lost was to you. I understand the feeling of grief very well and recently I experienced a phenomenon that I did not understand at the current moment and it took me some time to puzzle it out in my brain so I want to talk about that today it's a very personal thing to be grieving so if you're grieving in any particular way over a loss of a loved one the loss of an item the loss of a lifestyle the loss of a job the loss of your freedom With the current situation in the world, lots of people are feeling lots of grief and loss over many things. So I want you to know I am here for you, and whatever way you are grieving, there is no right or wrong way to do it. I'm simply trying to pose my personal experience with grief and how that has gone for me, as well as how I want anyone who's going through grief to understand their own feelings and emotions so that maybe they don't have to stay in it quite so long. So I want to talk about grief in a kind of a different light today. I recently had a very deep encounter with grief. I had been grieving for two years. I had no idea that that was the emotion I had been experiencing, but that was what I was experiencing. Grief can feel like a lot of different things, but I want to break down kind of the 11 things that you will at some point, maybe in different sequence in the way I'm listing it here and maybe in different time periods and different lengths of time for each, but you will experience all, if not most of these. The first one is emotional armor. A lot of times when we first feel grief, emotional armor becomes our automatic response our brain's way of protecting us. Emotional armor can look like numbness. It can look like hysteria. It can look like denial. It can look like shock and awe. Or it can look like hiding, pretending that you're okay. Emotional armor is nothing to be ashamed of. It is actually the brain's way of trying to protect you from the things it can't quite puzzle out just yet. So don't feel bad if you're in this stage or if you're not in this stage, know that this one is probably the most common when it comes to grief. So at some point you will. The second one is role confusion. Role confusion is kind of something you may not think about when you think about grief. But I think it happens a lot when those of us are grieving. We try to take action. We, Especially if you're not one to sit around or you're not one to want to... Take time to really process your thoughts because you don't like to be in your own head or you're scared of your own thoughts role confusion is huge so Role confusion is when you jump into action and you confuse your role in the situation So for instance in the theory of grief Let's just go with the idea of losing a loved one if you lost a loved one you might believe that your Role in that is to comfort everyone else around you who has also lost that loved one, or you may believe that your role is to step away from everyone and allow them to deal with it in their own way, or whatever you've decided to take on as your role. Role confusion People might be like, but these are things that actually need to be done during this time. These are things that actually need taken care of, and I'm the one that can do it because I'm strong, or I'm the one who can do it because I'm in this place. But I want you to think about what you've lost for just a few seconds. Take a breath and feel your feelings. That is your role. When you've lost something, when you're grieving, Your role is to feel what you're feeling. Process through those so that you're not going to suppress them or push them down. Feel what you're feeling. So the next one is fear and anxiety. A lot of times once we start to process the fact that maybe we are confusing our roles or maybe... um, we are experiencing emotional armor and we really realize and come to grips with the fact that we have lost something. We are responding even if we don't want to do it. But our bodies are kind of taking that that autopilot mode. Fear and anxiety creep in. We fear, what is it going to be like without this person? What is it going to be like without this thing in my life? What is it going to be like if my lifestyle has to change? What is it going to be like if I've lost this relationship? And Anxiety creeps in because we start to play the, all the different scenarios in our brain. The next one is anger, rage, and despair. I struggle with feeling angry when I've lost something. I get stuck in this stage for a long time not because I feel angry but because I don't seem to know how to feel angry. I tumble over this one. It'll pop up in small little bursts and then it's like I stuff it back down because I'm not comfortable with the emotion of anger. I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to express it healthily. So I'm trying to work on that myself. So if you're like me and you're not feeling angry or rageful, it might show up more in despair instead. So don't feel like that's not a form of anger, because it is. And also do not feel shame for feeling angry, rage, or despair. Any of these feelings and emotions are very, very normal. I talk about on this podcast, our thoughts create our feelings. I want to also talk about the phenomenon of true genuine circumstance creating an atmosphere in which that our thoughts manifest our feelings. I talk about trying to manage our thoughts so that we can manage our feelings. When it comes to the topic of grief, I don't want you to look at that in the light of I should be managing my thoughts better so that I don't feel these things. I want you to understand these are very 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 natural feelings and they are things you need to process through. They are feelings you need to feel if you're grieving anything and if you choose not to feel them, if you choose to push them down and deny them and use that emotional armor you can get stuck there for a very long time i don't want that for you or anyone else who is grieving i want them to take the time to really sort out and puzzle out how they're feeling so that they can move forward so i want there to be no shame this is a shame free zone when it's talking about grief the next one is regret guilt or shame Like we just talked about, we may start feeling shame for the feelings that we are experiencing, the emotions, the reactions that we're having. Don't. The moment you start feeling shame, just say, No, I give myself permission to feel. When I feel these feelings, that shame might be connected to fear as well. So you're afraid to feel what you feel because you're afraid it might overwhelm you. You're afraid if you feel it, you'll never come out of it. So tell yourself this, I give myself permission to feel, my feelings, no matter how deep or how hard they are, are just that, just feelings, and I will rise out of them. Maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but I won't stay there. So once you give yourself that permission to feel the feeling in its full intensity, it won't feel good but you'll be able to rise up out of it and not get stuck there. And if you do wind up feeling like you're getting stuck in emotion for too long and cycling over and over again, I advise that you try and look for someone to help. There are plenty of really good counselors and really good therapists that can help with grief. And I I am a huge advocate of if you believe you genuinely need more help than by yourself in your own thought work, which a lot of us do. There is no shame in that. I have myself been to a therapist and a counselor multiple times, and they can be very helpful. So if that's what you're feeling, please reach out if you think that you're getting stuck or cycling through the same emotions over and over again for far too long. Far too long, by the way, is whatever you deem far too long. Now, (laughs) I do want to call a little caveat on that. If you think after a week you should be over grieving whatever it is you've lost you're probably in denial because it takes time to grieve the things that we've lost you've genuinely had a piece of your life taken away and now you have to learn and adapt to live without that piece, whatever it is and that's disorienting and difficult so if you feel regret towards not spending enough time with a person or not cherishing what you had when you had it or not feeling like you made the most of whatever it was that is very normal and the way to deal with your regret is to come to terms with the fact that we can't change our past but we can change the way that we approach our future and the way that we choose to see our future and also we can choose to make our past a learning lesson, thank it for that. Thank your past self for the lessons you learned in that. The same thing goes for rage. When you're feeling like outbursts of rage, I don't want you to shame yourself for this or regret this because these are necessary moments and it can be very hard and difficult with the people around you to understand this. So don't try to anticipate other people's reactions to your rage moments and don't fear the chaos that it might create with your own rage moments because these are very necessary moments. Okay, so the next one is sadness. This one we definitely associate with grief of all kinds, especially with the loss of a loved one. Sadness is a very natural reaction. I think we all get the assumption That we're not supposed to feel sadness That we're supposed to feel happy all the time, but I want to pose to you that that's just not a true Fact that's not a true Perception of the world if we felt happy all the time the horrible things that happen in the world we'd be fine with sexual abuse Assault, abduction, murder, killing, the environment that we're wreaking havoc on, this crazy virus that's going on, the loss of a loved one. If you want to feel like you're not supposed to be sad, I want you to think about this. If you're not supposed to be sad and you're supposed to be happy all the time, you'd be happy about losing somebody. That's not the appropriate reaction. You you loved them, you lost them. Or if something, you lost something you loved. You lost something you relied on. You lost something that you were comfortable with. That doesn't feel good, so it shouldn't feel happy. It should feel exactly the way it feels. Period, end of story. It should feel exactly the way it feels. And that is okay. So if you're feeling sadness, I don't want you to reason away why you shouldn't be sad. I want you to understand that it's okay to be sad, process that, move forward from that. Okay, so the next couple are starting to move in the direction of healing, and these can happen periodically in bursts throughout the entire journey of grieving. Like I said before for myself, I, was grieving for two years which in my opinion for myself is far too long but the type of grief i was experiencing was so deep in each emotion for such a long period of time and all sporadic in in the sequence of which i felt these some of them simultaneously some of them i moved through very quickly some of them i stayed in for a long time but i was grieving for this long because I didn't know how to process that it was grief. That's why I wanted to create this podcast today because if you're grieving anything or anyone, I want you to process that that's exactly what's happening. It's that you may think that I should be grieving and then have all these emotions and not think that you are, but you are. So the next one is forgiveness. This is kind of an interesting one because I don't think we associate it with grief, but. A lot of times when we lose something, we hold ourselves accountable for whatever we lost and so we can't seem to forgive ourselves for whatever it is we think we didn't do quite the right way or whatever we didn't say or whatever we didn't put the effort into or whatever we felt like we should have done to impact the situation. We can't forgive ourselves. So when you come to the terms of being able to let go and forgive, you know you are starting to move in the direction of healing. For me over the past two years, it was not just not forgiving myself, it was forgiving the person that I lost, the relationship that was shattered. So forgiveness is an all-around thing, forgiving God or the universe for taking away what you were comfortable with, what you loved, or who you loved, forgiving yourself for anything you felt like you should have done or should not have done. Forgiving the other person for whatever you felt like they owed you or should have done or should have been or should have said or should have lived. Or forgiving the situation, whatever you felt like that that item that you lost should have looked like but didn't. So forgiveness is a sign of healing. All of these are a sign of processing our emotions and healing and moving forward. But this kind of helps you feel like It's not going to be dark forever. The light will come. It may take time, but I'm here with you. Many people have processed through grief of multiple kinds and the world right now in its current state is grieving so many things and it's okay. I just don't want you to stay there. I want you to be able to rise up and move forward and that takes time and energy and I want to be there with you in it. The next one is repatterning. This one is learning to relive your life without that piece that is now missing, or changed, or adapted. That piece that you felt like you lost, that person you felt like is no longer there, that relationship that's no longer in your life. Repatterning is literally, literally your brain's way of trying to relive, adapt to live a different way. I think this is a call to the whole world right now is that we really need to focus on this one, is repatterning how to adapt to living in the world that we live in now and the way we must live in it. I know we may be grieving our old way of life for many reasons, many, many valid reasons. But repatterning is the only way we're going to be able to move forward because we can no longer live life the way we lived it before. And we have time to grieve that, but then we need to repattern so that we can move forward. The next one is resolve. When we finally come to resolve, there's a sense inside of ourselves that feels settled. It's like we released a weight of things that we didn't quite understand the, the heaviness of. Which is what grief is, is a heaviness that sits on us as we're processing it through, as we're experiencing it, as we're feeling it. This is what I experienced just recently, the deep encounter with grief. I had a message from the person that I was in relationship with. And when I say in relationship with, any person you think about on a regular basis, you have thoughts about, you're in relationship with. You can even do this with someone who's already passed away. If they're already passed away and you're thinking about them, thinking about their life, thinking about how they impacted you, thinking about how they made you feel or what they said or what they did, you're still in relationship with them. This can also be very helpful in the the area of grieving someone you've lost because it can kind of help you understand that you can still have a good relationship even if your relationship with them wasn't good before. Even though they're gone and they have no influence on their end to be able to, to communicate and, and resolve things or fix things or change things, you have that power to be able to make the relationship a good one after they're gone. It's making peace with the relationship you had with them. So for me, the past two years where I've been grieving, I didn't even realize it because I didn't process it as grief. the encounter I had the other day is I had a message from this person I've been in relationship with that I read and it felt like they were releasing me because I had given them the power to do so instead of creating for myself the ability to resolve the ability to placing it in my own hands to be like okay I can move forward from this I choose I was giving them that power I felt like there had to be something they said or did in a certain way before I felt like I could be released from whatever I felt like I owed them or whatever I felt like they owed me. But this message felt like it released me from that. It gave me permission to let go. It gave me permission to stop grieving. And... I cried, I wept at this feeling of, of release because I was grieving all at the same time. It was the strongest feeling of loss at the same time, the strongest feeling of release and weight lifted, that it was the strangest combination of feelings. And I want to pose to you that if you've ever felt this combination of feelings, it is okay to feel them both. There is no guilt or shame in feeling both of them at the same time. This is something I I come to understand because it was very confusing. Very confusing to feel both release and loss in the same breath. But I did, and if you're feeling that way, it's okay. Like the current situation in life, if you've lost your lifestyle because of this, it might actually come as both a relief and a loss. You feel like you've lost something and you miss it, But you're kind of relieved because you've been able to let go of what was and start creating what could be or what is going to be your new reality. Same thing goes with the people that we love. You may feel a great sense of loss when you lose that loved one, but also a great sense of release because they're released from the pain that they may have been in or the grief that they may have been... You have been going through and the suffering... Or pain or struggle of life that they were going through. You feel a great sense of release because you can feel like they're at peace. And the last one is grace for yourself, grace for others, and grace for your higher power that you believe in, grace for God. Giving that grace is the truest sign of forgiveness. The truest sign of moving forward, being able to look at your circumstances, look at your feelings, look at other people's responses, and be able to be like, it is okay. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're doing, whatever you're experiencing, I give it permission. I don't ask it to be something it's not I don't try to push it away I don't try to resist it, I give it grace because it's okay it means we're so utterly human to feel anything that we're feeling during grief I want to leave on this note that if you're feeling any of these feelings in any sequence or any cycle that the whole world has been feeling these That the whole world is with you and that doesn't mean that makes it okay for you but that does mean that it's going to get better that it's not going to feel like this forever and to be wishing and hoping for a better day it's not going to serve you but instead just remember to process through your feelings feel what you're feeling and then release let it go and it's okay. You are going to be okay. I love you, my friends. Thank you for listening to the happy thinker today. I hope in some way, shape or form this podcast has helped you. Please tune in again tomorrow because I plan to release another episode because of my (laughs) super indecisive ability to release this episode and how I wanted to go about it. So it took me a little extra time this week. But thank you for hanging in there with me. Thank you for your listenership. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Please subscribe or share this with someone you know needs it. I love all of you, and I'll talk to you soon.